I'm very passionate about adoption and the way that we view parenting in this society. Sorry for having strongly held opinions. As a woman, you should apologise for that. <laughs> Just to be clear, Chris is joking. We are both feminists. We met at our university's mm. feminist society. <laughs> I mean, like, I edit the, the podcast. I, I find it funny you think the things that make me look bad are going to stay in. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> Hello and welcome to Two Snowflakes in a Blue Box. Who are we, Charlie? Two intersectional queer feminists wanting to rant about Doctor Who. Damn right. So today's episode is the Saranga Conundrum. Um, so, initial thoughts? I liked it. I thought it was quite a fun plot. Um, yeah, I quite liked it, actually. Yeah, uh, obviously Pating was... Oh my god, so basically Chris and I want to adopt Pating. Oh my god, and that's it... so cute. It was so... That scene where it just flew up into space and it got its tummy full and I just wanted to hug it and squeeze it. It was just so adorable. Yeah, um, yeah, it was a nice sort of thing. It was a nice bit of world building. Yeah. Uh, it was like a nice... Like, the whole episode was quite good world building because they... Uh, they brought in like discussion of like wars and uh, it it felt like part of a big universe. Yeah, which I think some episodes of this series have been lacking a little bit. They've been quite closed off. They've been quite uh, they've been very focused on a specific thing. It was nice to have a little bit of world building. It was nice that it felt like the um, the ship was there for a reason it was travelling around a universe it was like you say it was world building it was in a mm. bigger context than just this small place um, and and I did really enjoy the story it was a nice little yeah. it was a proper Doctor Who there's something that needs mm. fixing they can't run away from it they need to it was a you know it was a good it, Doctor Who I, lo- I like those when they're done well these sort of closed episodes where it's like it, you're not fighting for the fate of a planet you're fighting for your life uh, your life and the life of a few people uh like like you so uh i think midnight uh the mm-hmm. episode where they're stranded in a metal box and something possesses the doctor yeah that's a really good example of one um so yeah i thought it was really good i think the the concept of a ting um was right, quite cool. Yeah, uh, I really liked this cute little animal. Nobody's ever been... Well, animal, alien, creature, whatever. Um, nobody has ever been able to actually study it because they're so deadly. And you look at this tiny little thing that you just want to mm. squeeze and tickle and play with and think, how can that be deadly? And it is. It's really, really deadly. So we should mm. definitely not adopt one. But <laughs> I want one nonetheless. <laughs> And they also don't exist. That's another reason for us not to adopt one. That doesn't matter, Chris. It's irrelevant. Facts are irrelevant, as we know in this new age. Yeah, Ting was a really cool concept. I quite liked that it uh, it didn't directly attack, but it just sort of uh, attacked, you know, the systems they were reliant on to survive. Um, and I also quite liked that it was... So what I really like from this series is we're seeing much less of the this alien race is evil because they're evil and we're seeing a lot more nuance. So the thing isn't evil, it's hungry. Yeah. It's 
it's trying to survive. Yeah. It's doing what we all do. We all try and survive. Yeah. That's all the pitting is doing. It's not trying to... And the fact that it doesn't hurt the people directly, it just inadvertently does so by destroying yeah. everything around them. It's not trying... I, I, I thought it was a cool idea. eyes that the pitting has. It doesn't want to hurt mm. anybody. Should we talk about the pregnancy? Oh my god. Oh, the whole character... Can I have a bit of a rant about the whole character around Yoss? Because I have a lot to complain about it, right? So, first of all, um, I quite like the concept of men getting pregnant in an alien species. I think that's cool. Um, quite interesting to look at because um, it it would work in the same way that it's the male seahorse that gets pregnant, or mm. female seahorse. Um, I didn't really think that much about it until the next day when I was um, looking through Facebook, as you do. And one of my Hoovian friends had posted a pink news article that basically on Twitter, everybody had been, well, not everybody, but TERFs and men mainly had been going oh it's the trans agenda bbc are pushing the trans agenda on us chris did uh, you know that this episode was pushing the trans agenda chris why are your people like this why do you push on the trans agenda into kids shows you people <laughs> uh to be clear just before we lose like half our listeners uh charlie is joking at this yes, point yes i am i hope um, yes i am <laughs> course i am um so can i finish no <laughs> shut up um so basically i then was looking at the comments that um because obviously it's pink news um that the demographic who read pink news and the friends were commenting and saying actually the character was really binary this whole idea of boys give birth to boys and girls give birth to girls mm. and also i mean it was doctor who so obviously we don't it's a children's program we don't get into the technicalities of how also, this man is able to have a child but i found it very binary and watching it again the whole um insistency that boys have boys and girls have girls is very binary because do they not have intersex people on this planet yeah so um my issue with this is sort of twofold. One, um, characters are not trans. Yeah. Trans means you identify as, you know, a different gender from the one you were assigned at birth. He doesn't. He just has a child. That's yeah. a different thing. Yeah, it was also very binary. Um, and also it just felt unnecessary. Mm. It was... There was a lot going on in this episode already... And having a third plot, yeah, uh, or or a second subplot or whatever going on, just felt unnecessary and just it it just felt a bit ridiculous. It it was I I just found it quite. I don't mind the fact that they had like it just it just felt like overly busy storytelling. Yeah, I mean, I I quite appreciated that it was very realistic that if there's a problem going wrong in a hospital you have the lives of patients going on. And I think that was quite an interesting thing, that it was busy because hospitals are busy. I just have a problem with how binary this gender definition was Mm. and then people's responses to it. That's my main problem, is people being like, oh, it's the transgender. And it's like, no, you're just a turf. Or not even a feminist. You're just 
transphobic. My other issue with this, and like as you know, I'm very um, pro adoption and stuff, mm. but. I really disliked the way that Graham and Ryan in particular convinced him not to adopt, to give up his child for adoption. Mm. Because Yoss had thought about it and gone, I am not in a position to look after a child. I, it's uncertain times. We don't know the a wider universe, but as I said, there's clearly something going on in the universe. He understands that he is not in a position because of um, political situation in that universe to look after a child. Mm. He has clearly thought about this and gone, I can't look after a child, but there was somebody who wants a child and can look after this child. And he has made that decision. Nobody comes to this decision lightly. And then because of Ryan's issues and um, with being having an absent father and all of this, he then decides you're a terrible parent if you give up your child. And so you must give um, keep your child. I disliked the way that he was that Ryan pressured him and told him that you're a bad parent. I think that's a really negative message because sometimes, especially when a parent has thought about what is right for them and what is right for the child, adoption is a a wonderful thing. Let's talk about the characters in general because we're not really talking about much. Um... Other than yours. (laughs) Um, So Eve. Eve I found a very interesting character because... I think we touched upon this in um, Rosa about this idea that in the future there'll still be terrible race relations. In this universe, it felt a bit like there are still terrible um, gender relations and that because she was a woman, she had to be better than all her male counterparts. And um, Eve being the general. Yes. Yeah. I don't think it was her neat feeling the need to be better. It, it, she was better. Yeah. She was the most decorated general. It was, she wanted to set an example and was aware of her position as uh, a very public figure. Uh, So I didn't really get that so much from this. What I really liked was uh, the dynamic between uh, Eve and her brother. Yeah, her brother, um, Dirkus. I mean, I'm just saying Doc Brown. (laughs) I like Doc Brown. It was weird seeing him in Doctor Who, though. He <laughs> wasn't <laughs> random. But no, I, I really liked the uh, dynamic between them, which was... It was... Uh, it was a dynamic which was very much... Uh, they clearly both cared for each other, but they weren't really on the best of terms, and mm. they weren't communicating well with each other. Yeah. And I, I think that's something that's very relatable to a lot of people. Yeah. I think... It, it was very touching that at the end they knew time was up and they knew that it, this was the last time yeah. to say I love you and they did and I think that was really sweet and it, it's true that is if I if I knew I was going to die that was the last thing I would say to my sister hmm. um, I don't know which one of your three siblings you'd say it to why am I only allowed to say I love you to one of my siblings? To any of my siblings <laughs> listening to this, and like the siblings who aren't listening to this, but why aren't you listening to my amazing creative thing? I love you very dearly. I don't know the specifics of your death, Chris, but what I I'm, do know... I mean, d- just as a general warning, if your housemates ever say, I do know the specifics of your death... Leave. Find a different housemate. 
<laughs> Moving on. Um, yeah, I, I really liked that dynamic between the siblings and um, it, it's very relatable also the way that they're competing in their careers, that they have very mm. different careers, but they're competing. Yeah. Um, uh, I quite liked what we saw of the Doctor uh, in this episode because mm. I think what was quite interesting was we got we saw the Doctor sort of losing control a little bit, um, which is something you don't see very often, but it was like the Doctor was not well and was like trying to make like a bad decision, um, basically, and just actually had to... That, like, you had to li- she she wasn't the voice of reason she had to listen to um she the, had to listen to a doctor yeah the chief medical officer uh on the ship uh who was telling her look you need to calm down and i think it was it was interesting to see that um i also just loved seeing her nerd out about the antimatter drive i know it was I feel just so such... adorable okay so what else did you want to talk about I thought that was quite a good ethical uh, question, uh, mm. which was, it's essentially it's a version of uh, the trolley problem. Um, you have to choose between uh, sacrificing the lives uh, of a few uh, to, to save a many. Yeah. Um, and the question is, is that an ethical decision? Um, and... It, yeah, it's it's the decision they they keep on having to make when it's denying the presence of Ting on board because, I mean, obviously the Doctor found a way to save yeah. everyone, um, but if she had failed to, would she have uh, acted ethically? Yeah, and also, what is ethically in that situation? Yeah, um, which I think was just quite an interesting uh, moral question. Yeah, that was being drawn out. What did you think of the episode overall? I I, look, I really enjoyed it. I didn't realise how much I enjoyed it until we watched it a second time. Mm. I feel like I'm, I'm feeling this a lot with this series. Yeah. I've been so used to being like, oh, Moffat, that um, it's taking me a while to be like, no, this could actually be a good episode. Yeah. So um, I, I really enjoyed this episode. There's, I think, yeah, I agree. I think there's definitely more depth to a lot of these episodes mm. uh, than then maybe I'm just seeing more depth because I've decided to analyse it yeah, maybe. Uh, as a podcast now. Um, but I, I I, also really liked this episode. Um, yeah. I thought the Ting was a really cool idea. I liked that it was uh, acting following, according to its own nature rather mm. than being just a force of evil. Um, because I dislike uh, black and white ideas of morality. Mm. I, I like yeah. seeing a bit of nuance, and I think it's, this which, series is bringing a lot more in. I think also that reflects reality, which is there is no such thing yeah. as good as, and bad people. There are good and bad actions. And oh. who, what is good and bad? Oh, God, no, no, Charlie, don't do this, because then we're going to have, like, 4,000 people <laughs> telling us. Um, but, yeah, I... I also the only thing I didn't really like was uh, the pregnancy. Yeah, I I just felt it. I was... I didn't like the pregnancy. I, I felt like... it was unnecessary to the plot. No, I I just didn't like the adoption, anti-adoption Fair. message. Uh, I just thought the entire plot line could have been cut and just had a little bit more time to play with the main plot or to develop 
to develop the characters a bit more, to explore the family dynamic going on. Uh, yeah, I just I just didn't think it was necessary. Point. It's a fair point. Um, what I'd, would you give out of ten? I think about an eight. Uh, I, yeah, I'd say I'd say me. I'd say an eight. Yeah, I yeah. think an eight too. Thanks for listening. I've been Chris. I've been Charlie. And this has been Two Snowflakes in a Blue Box. Catch us on Facebook and on Twitter. Or you can email us at two snowflakes and a blue box at gmail.com. Two as in number two. Awesome. See you next week. Bye.